Richard Callan is on the line. Richie, good morning. Waterford, oh, so close, mate. Oh, come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Good run, though. Good run. I've just got over it. Uh, Nah, look, it was a great run, a a breath. Uh, I think one stride after the post, he's he's in front. But uh, no, um, you talk about confidence and riding the crest of a wave. Um, the Bill Ritchie on Redina for Kathy O'Hara now on Epson, now a five diamonds prelude. You talk about a person that's grabbing all the opportunities with both hands. I think Kathy O'Hara um, summed it up yesterday, winning the feature. And, and, and great reward for Kathy and Johnny Sargent. But mm. yeah, uh, Waterford was close, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll do that dance again in a couple of weeks, uh, three weeks' time in the $2 million five diamonds, and it's going to be one hell of a race. I was just about to ask you, Rich, how hard will Waterford be? To beat in the five diamonds. Oh, there's a few others that'll come from left field. Unspoken, and I know you're going to speak to Peter Snowden shortly. Was very good uh, winning the Falante yesterday. I I thought Democracy Manifest was close to the run of the day yesterday in mm. that Ram Week, and he comes out of the same race. He got a mile back. Look, I think what's shown the last few weeks, the last month in Sydney racing, is barriers uh, more important than ever at the moment. It's at Rose Hill, where Waterford drew and had to come wide, it was impossible. Um, Coda Healy did it yesterday. You can't. You've had to draw on a barrier and save ground. Horses that have come wide at Rose Hill, particularly, and even ran yesterday, they may as well have stayed home in their box. So barriers will be the biggest thing in a few weeks' time, like the Golden Eagle. You draw a good barrier, you're in the game. You draw a bad barrier, and it's going to be very hard. Exactly. Hey, Rich, um, I've opened up a Pandora's box here, really, the, the whip debate again, and I've I've got um, a gentleman, Peter's chimed in. Ray, I listen with interest on your comments, re experts saying that the use of the whip doesn't hurt the horse. To which experts do you refer? This has come up due to Mark Zara being suspended until Derby Day and copping a $50,000 fine for his winning ride on without a fight for excessive whip use before the 100 metres in the Caulfield Cup. A couple of things, Rich, I should point out. The, the whip or the riding crop these days is not like it was even 10 oh. years ago. It, it, it is literally, it is very flexible. I've felt it. I've, I've even struck myself and leg. I know you've done it. it, it Listen, it, we'll leave you in 10 years' activity. Oh, no. <laughs> no, what I was trying to say was... That's not good. Rich, I thought the same thing. I thought, no. I'm not going to say but I knew oh, you well, would. I didn't think that. Gee, where are you guys going? It's a breakfast show. But my point was it doesn't hurt the horse. And the people who know, Rich, the people who are in the game are adamant about this. And maybe the sport doesn't do enough um, to, to emphasise that point. But back to Mark Zara's situation, the rules do allow stewards to potentially lodge a protest if they believe a horse has been given an unfair advantage by excessive whip use. They didn't do that yesterday. I think that rule should be thrown out. Rich, what do you think? I agree with you, Ray. Look, I, I think racing uh, over the decades has been very poorly sold in that relation. Mm. There's the, the animal welfare and the levels that racing across the board, and I can only speak from it, uh, having been in meetings with racing New South Wales about the level of what uh, we're expecting in relation to animal welfare is just beyond incredible. Trainers and owners from years gone past just wouldn't uh, wouldn't believe the levels we go to to make sure that the, the horse is cared for um, early on, during racing careers, post-racing career. There's no way that r- the racing participants are doing anything that was going to harm the horse. Mm. Uh, and if someone has co- is caught doing that, well, the, the full force of the stewards come down on them. We haven't sold that right. Um, there's no one yesterday watching the Caulfield Cup 
would have jumped out of their lounge chair or the pub or turned to their mate and said, that didn't look good. We, 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 we are just the, the greatest own goal industry in the world. Um, we've created it. Unfortunately, we've infiltrated by um, some that are, uh, are certainly not animals or horse lovers or in the industry, and we've allowed them to creep in, and now we're taking orders from those who don't really care. And it's not about stopping the whip. It's not about stopping the crop. It's not about doing that. It's about stopping racing yeah. full stop. Don't kid yourself that that's not what the end mark is, but there's always a stepping stone towards it. Victoria has certainly uh, across the line allowed a lot of this to happen, and I think it's a matter for the rest of the states to turn up Victoria and say this is the way it is. Uh, it's happening, which is great. Yesterday, I think the stewards got it right. But um, on the other side of the coin, if you're going to have this silly rule, mm. maybe they're going to change the result one day. They'll be all hell to pay, but $50,000 fine. And I don't think it looked, I don't think anyone watching the race would say, wow. Look, that was awful. We just keep kicking our own goals in racing. Yeah, it's, it's a strange situation there. Hey, Rich, um, I want to talk to you about Cathy O'Hara and her form this spring. And, and John Sargent made the point yesterday post-race with his win on Palmetto. She is riding out of her skin. Cathy very humbly said she's just trying to maximise her opportunities at the moment. She's getting some good opportunities and she's making them count. But, um, gee, gee, it's just great to see a person like her who works so hard get the rewards, Rich. A hundred percent. And look, uh, um, she got the, the, the kick to get on Redina with the, the less weight and that's how you get a kick. You look at Glenn Boss. Hmm. Glenn Boss wouldn't have got on, you know, so you'd think if it wasn't the three-year-old going to the Cox Plate, uh, and he might have got on Mackay Diva and then the lightweight. I think a lot of jockeys have got opportunities. Kathy got it. But then it's not a matter of just getting the opportunity. You've got to do things right. Otherwise, there's a, there's a line-up of those that want the right. Kathy Rhodes, uh, Redina wins the, the Bill Ritchie. Um, I know Chris Wallace wrote to Neil Warrett and Max Whippy, the owners, and said, Kathy can ride in the Epsom. It's got the fifth. They said, mate, happy with that. Bang, she rides at a treat, wins the Epsom. And uh, as the calls come. Um, there's always, The old days would just say there's no better advertising for a trainer or a jockey than the Sunday paper. Well, uh, I think we can make that more modern and say there's no better advertising than Greg Radley or Corey Brown or, or, or Chantel interviewing you after the race. That's the best publishing you can get. And, and Kathy's beaming smile. You can't help but watch and, and, and admire her. Right? She's one of the, the, like, we've got Rachel King coming through now, so many young women. Um, but Kathy, she used to sit in the jockey's room by herself. And I know mm. she got fined a couple of times for having a phone in there. Well, she was bored. She was bored. She was there by herself. Now, it won't be long before the boys will be in there and they'll have the little room and Kathy and that'll be in the big mansion. Outnumbering the boys, yeah. Hey, Rich, just interrupting. South Africa has just kicked a penalty goal to hit the front 16 15 over England. And we've got about oh, a minute and a half remaining. So what's this is going to be... What's that in, dog? In the Rugby Union World Cup. All oh, right, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, not interested, eh, Rich? <laughs> Interest level about zero. Yeah, I could sense that. <laughs> he's more, he's more interested in the cricket. Well, I'll be interested, dog. I'll tell you what I, I was interested in, Rich. I saw this batsman. I don't know who he was playing for. He's a left-hander. He's hit 163 of 124 oh. balls the other are night. Really, what was his serious? name? Mitch Marsh was up the other end. Yeah, Marsh has got another 100 up the end. I think both teams were cheering. What for? <laughs> we'll go back. We'll go back. History will tell you. I think, <laughs> oh, mate, they'll bowl on half track. Please, you're not going <laughs> to. Please. 
until we play Fenningham, don't start bagging, don't start rapping it, mate. We'll play. Would 163 of 124 balls be good at park footy, let alone in a World Cup? Yeah, but, but, but Bulldog, I don't understand. So if you ride, if you ride, I've said this before, if you write 20 articles and no one reads them, and then you write an article and you get massive reads, does Rupert ring and say, oh, dog, don't worry about the other 20, great article this week? No, he doesn't. He says, dog, you don't get to the 21st article because no one's watching. Anyway, no Rich, reading. you know what I've done? I've done my job. I've stirred you up. You're now probably going to go and have a yell at the cat, and we're going. No, yeah, dog, I'm, you know where See I'm standing? I'm, sta- I'm standing in the main bar of a joint that you absolutely love. Where's that? At the Oriental Hotel here at Mudgee. Oh, Mudgee. Oh, yes. Terrific spot up there. How's Desi? De- De- well, De- Desi's in water for De- Desi's. Let me tell you, Desi's got more money, more money than the world. Yet his kid, he's away with his grandkids. He said, "I got a five million dollar property on the water." You know what they wanted to do? They went camping. There was ants. There was flies. He said there was a hole in the tent. He said, "I love camping." Each to your own. Hey, Rich. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate we got Peter Snowden waiting. Thanks so much, Rich. We'll talk next Sunday. Sir, boys, well done, Peter.